This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. I am DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. And with me, as always, is Ann Christensen, a.k.a. The Dining Critic. We gotta come up with something better. I I, I, I I know we we okay. Everybody, just so you know, this Tariq and I had just had an argument off air about what I'm supposed to say, and what he wants me to say. I gave you great which are two thing. very different things. I, I gave you great. He thing. gave me some ideas that are not quite the. They're just not something that I would ever say about. But they're myself. accurate. But they're accurate. Oh sure. Okay, let's move so, along. Let's move along. So in this got week's some great news this week, right? Yeah, we got a lot of great news on this week's uh, this bites. We're gonna talk about a new Food Network show. Uh, called uh, Bite Club, and on the... Uh, you get it? Bite Club? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Fight Club. Yeah. Whatever goes on in the Bite Club, yeah, that, the whole thing. But Bite Club, <laughs> uh, the latest episode features some Milwaukee chefs. So we're going to talk about that episode. Then, um, as you know, we've talked about food waste, the Anthony Bourdain film, Wasted. There's a lot of issue with food waste. Luckily, there's a very uh, talented woman outside of Atlanta who created this company called Gooder, which addresses the food waste problem and tackles the hunger problem at the same time. So I'm going to get into this cool uh, company and app, and it really looks interesting, and I really want to share this with you. It inspired me last night, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, also, Milwaukee Film Festival uh, shared their uh, guide uh, earlier this week. And we have the lineup for the Film Feast portion of the Milwaukee Film Festival celebrating their 10th anniversary. Also, as uh, far as events, there are the return of Octopus Fest, Festival del Pulpo, uh, and then uh, a grand opening of a chicken wing joint. We're going to get into that as well for this week's edition of This Bites. I want to kick it off with Food Network. There's a show called Bite Club. And there's some the Lewis episodes. Uh, it's very local centric this time around. Can you uh, share information about what's what's going on? There's Milwaukee chefs on this sh- show. Bike Club. First, yes. what is Bike Club? Bike Club. And then, yeah. who okay. from Milwaukee is on that show? Okay, I'm on it. I'm okay. on it. Uh, Bike Club is a new show. It's a new show. Just premiered September sixth mm-hmm. on the Food Network. It, the host is Tyler Florence. You've heard of him, I think, maybe a few times. Yay. And, uh, okay, so the premise of this show uh, is that they move from different, you know, one city to another, and they gather maybe five chefs into a restaurant where none of them work. So they've kind of been in, in a restaurant that they've never really been in before or worked in before. Hmm. And they're, um, they're instructed to bring a secret ingredient for everyone you, to use in the first round of this competition. So, yes, it is a competition. So they bring a secret ingredient. It's not, it's not really a secret anymore, is it? They, well, do they know the ingredient? Yeah, I don't know. How do they come well, up with yeah. the premise for these shows? <laughs> really? Carry okay. On. So then it it, be, it begins with a game of chance that turns two of the chefs into judges, and then three chefs end up competing. One is eliminated, and then two advance to the final round. Yeah. Okay. So um, there are five people from so wait, Milwaukee that. So yes. the two chefs or judges always going to be judging the whole show, or like. You know what, Tariq? The problem is that neither of us have watched the show no? yet to actually see okay. how this works. Um, but 
uh, it sounds incredibly ridiculous. You know, it doesn't sound ridiculous. <laughs> it, I mean, a lot of these shows are a little silly, right? Well, it's, it's, it's all about getting an eyeball. I, it's, it, it really is. Um, but let's move to, let's move along to who actually is competing yeah, in the Milwaukee uh, episode. Yeah, who's the Milwaukee chefs that yeah. are in this fight uh, club? Right, we have Caitlin Cullen from the Tandem, Matt Curley, who's the chef for uh, Hotel Madrid and the sister restaurants there, Aaron Patton. Iron of Great. Iron Great, yeah. Um, we also have Frank Sanchez of Sabrosa Cafe, which oh. is a breakfast and lunch mm-hmm. place in uh, Bayview. And then um, Barca Daly of The Chill, um, a restaurant in Thienesville. And so this very diverse group of people um, filmed this episode apparently last spring in the kitchen of Lake Park Bistro. And, um, of course, couldn't talk anything about it. Um, it's kind of like The Bachelor, right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I know your favorite show. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I, every time it's on, I watch it. Um, and so anyway, the, the title of the Milwaukee episode is Taming and Flaming Wild Boar. <laughs> Taming and Flaming Wild Boar. And right. It aired. It, okay. It first aired, uh, 8 PM last night. Okay. Just let me finish here. Um, and, but it's, it's, it's being rebroadcast, uh, Tonight, actually, at 11 p.m., so stay up late if you want to watch this, mm-hmm. and also 1 p.m. on Sunday, okay. this coming Sunday. So you really want to watch this. These five people duke it out. Over wild boar. Over, I guess over wild boar. Um, I just like the name Taming, was it Taming and Flaming? What? Uh, taming, yeah, Taming and Flaming Wild <laughs> Boar. I, 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 well, I don't Taming, know. you have to I catch the wild boar. I can't what that is. Is it the wild boar actually alive and you have to tame the boar before you cook it? Gosh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I know. feel like that would draw the pee to people. I, I don't <laughs> Yeah. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. pride, pride, pride. Now we're back on this Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. And we're going to talk about, we've talked about the subject of food waste. Uh, most, last time we talked about food waste was, uh, of course, Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace, uh, a documentary called Wasted, which looked at food waste globally mm-hmm. and how different chefs and different people are uh, addressing and tackling the issue of food waste. And it's ha- it's happening, I'm, I'm sorry to get on the, the mm-hmm. soapbox here, but... I have a friend who was just in Finland at a restaurant that she said was one of the best restaurant mm. experiences she's ever had. And it was it was a completely zero waste restaurant. Wow. She's been in New York. She's been to zero waste pop ups as well. Really? Pop up restaurants. So, I mean, I, I hope this grows because, you know, this problem of waste is not going yeah. anywhere unless we really do something serious about it. I think this 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 company, this startup based in my hometown of Atlanta might have a solution for it because she's making money tackling the issue right. of food waste. But not only she's tackling the issue of food waste, at the same time, she's attacking problems with hunger. hunger. Which, which is, it almost seems like ironic, right? Mm-hmm. There's so much waste and yet there, there are so many people that are, don't have enough food. Yeah. I mean, how is, you know, mm-hmm. so is basically a, pr- a problem? Well, the company's called Gooder. G-O-O-D-R, and it's based in Atlanta. started by this African-American woman. Uh, she was uh, was a philanthropist consultant. She used to host these really cool events in Atlanta called Soul Sunday, which was a basically a formal pop-up for homeless. Mm-hmm. 
which is uh, one that's already, before we get into this, let me talk about this really cool pop-up. It was Soul Sunday, a program where people experiencing homelessness are provided a warm five-course home-cooked buffet meal. All, not only that, offered free grooming and haircutting services while there's like a DJ playing old school jams in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, the first one was held back in 2013. She did one in D.C. back in 2016. But then basically she was doing this, and it was a lot of work, money coming out of pocket. It's like, okay, how do I do this on, she's saying, this, how do I do this on a bigger scale to deal with hunger? And then she was looking at the issue of food waste. She, like, discovered all these interesting facts. Like, there's 35 million tons of food that is thrown out a year of food, good food. And, that's a and is that estimated nationally? I think that's nationally, yes. Okay. Uh, and that's basically $165 billion worth of food each year. Uh, what she got that report from the National Resource Defense Council. The cost of the ta- to taxpayers, us, people like us, listen to this. This is you coming out of your wallet. Food waste, $1.3 billion per year. And then on top of that, imagine all that food waste and knowing that one out of seven people go hungry right. every day, especially in a low-income community, especially African-American and Latino children. That number drops down to one in yeah. three. Yeah, it's even more shocking. And then you add the fact that places, organizations that try to tackle this are cutting budgets. They're not getting the same amount of donations. It, it's it's ridiculous. She couldn't understand that. And I remember I saw a, a, a video of her talking about, like, it's amazing. We have a country where we're testing self-driving cars and we can't figure out how to feed people. Right. So she said, you know what? I'm going to do something about it instead of complaining. So she created this company called Gooder, G-O-O-D-R, which basically is a, a company, basically is an app that helps with food waste. So she develops an app where her clients are, are like restaurants or big companies or that have a lot of food and catering and basically finds a way to basically collect that food and deliver it to people who need it the most. Um, and basically... Because, you know, when you think about it, you know, the... You, I mean, these restaurants are restaurants that have, you know, this surplus of food or that they have at the end of the day or whatever. They don't know what to do with it. I mean, y- y- you have to, like, kind of figure out, well, what do I do with this? And not only what I mean, like, find the best place for mm-hmm. it to go and the method to actually transport it and get it there. I mean, it yeah. takes some sort of, you know, thought process mm-hmm. and organization to figure that out. Because basically you said it's not about, like, a lack of food. Or other issues. The main issue is why this doesn't happen is all about logistics. Logistics, exactly. And so basically, her service, Gooder, provides an end-to-end solution for business to achieve zero waste, save money, because a lot of when you donate food and stuff, that's a tax write-off. Mm-hmm. And that could be a lot of money for a restaurant to get, like, you know, save. Um, and she empowers their community through the donation of edible food. Their platform provides logistics analytics that, like, these companies, restaurants can know what impact they have and security for business to earn valuable deductions and take control of their food waste. Um, it's very interesting. And, and another thing that she brought up is like when she was doing this project, she was realizing that people, most restaurants are scared for liability. But back in 1996, President Clinton, the Clinton administration passed the Good Samaritan Act, which basically uh, allowed restaurants to donate surplus food without liability. And the yeah. sad thing is a lot of restaurants don't, don't even know, know about, about this act. So yeah. she's also educating these restaurants about the act. The company basically generates about $30,000 in revenue a month. 
So you're making money off of tackling food waste. So people say there's no money in profits in doing this. There is. Um, she's estimated save clients well over $2.5 million. Some of her clients include the world's largest, busiest airport, Atlanta Hartsville Airport. Basically, she is trying to become the premier player in the food waste management kind of industry, which is estimated value of $782 billion a year. So, and she's doing a very interesting, very interesting business model. Um, I know one of her goals is I was looking at her Facebook is to, since the Super Bowl is being hosted in Atlanta this year is to, I, I don't know if, if she has a plan out there, but I saw a picture to make a goal, Super Bowl food waste, like zero food waste at the Super Bowl this year. That's her challenge. So it's a really interesting app. Um, definitely looking her up. Her name is Jasmine Crow. It's a really promising thing, and I think uh, restaurants here in Milwaukee and even big corporations that do a lot with food, like food catering, should look her up and try to bring her, her business model here because I think it's very, it's a very promising model, and it looks very interesting. She's gotten written up in the Huffington Post. Uh, she was featured on CNBC. It's a strong business model. They call this kind of thing a social good entrepreneur where you're doing good but still like you can compensate yeah. well for doing good. I would love it if she came up here and spoke. I might try to do that next year, actually. I'm thinking about it because I'm, you know, some people know I do this 88.9 Labs thing. So I'm planning out next year's and she's on the short list for guest speakers. Good. So definitely look it up. Gooder is the name. G-O-O-D-R. Um, it's amazing things going down. Um, that's a really brilliant app. And I can see this taking off if it's done well. Next up, we were talking about the Milwaukee Film Festival just dropped their guide. They're celebrating 10 years. And a few years ago, they started this new series called Film Feast. And uh, we have the films that will be highlighted at this year's uh, film festival. Starting off with a really interesting documentary about beer and the growth of the craft beer industry called Brewmaster. Um, they basically, it's a fun and hoppy documentary that it feels like it was brewed just for Milwaukee, as it, as it described. Brewmaster documents incredible rise of the brewing industry in recent years. Next up is the Cake Maker, young German bake, which is basically a kind of a it's a fictional film. It's an Israel German film came out in 2017. A young bake German baker Thomas engages in closeted closeted love affair with Orin, a married Israeli man. Uh, so it's kind of a romantic film <laughs> revolving around, around cakes. cake. Yeah. Uh, the other film uh, is interesting, Chef Flynn, which deals with the uh, uh, chef at the age of 12. Right. And he uh, hosted supper clubs. Uh, is looking ahead of his life, and he opened up his first pop-up restaurant in New York. So it looks at the journey of this young chef. I chef remember Flynn. reading about this kid. Yeah. It's it's an amazing story. I'm really excited about seeing the Canadian documentary, The Heat, A Kitchen Revolution, which is a documentary about the Me Too movement. Uh, obviously, we've, we've heard a lot about women in kitchens and some of the things they've had to deal with in a, you know traditionally male-dominated industries. So that um, is a movie that, that's about women in the kitchen. Um, there's also a movie called Michelin Stars, Tales from the Kitchen. It gets into, like, how do restaurants earn Michelin stars, which is, you know, obviously a I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. And mm -hmm. so it's, it sounds like a really cool documentary that actually gets into how they, the, the whole process of securing, securing those Michelin stars. Um, and there's also another, um, uh, another 
uh, it's called Cuban Food Stories. And I love these kind of odysseys mm-hmm. into a certain culinary, into certain culinary traditions. Last year, there was a really cool one about um, Israeli food. This one is actually, uh, you know, takes place in Cuba um, and, and is said to be, you know, kind of a, a love letter, love letter, letter to the cuisine and the people of Cuba. Uh, that's the Milwaukee Film Festival, which takes place, uh, kicks off October 18th, the 10th anniversary. Just a little bit later this year. Yes, a little bit later. Uh, next up is uh, the return of Festival del Pulpo. What is that about? That is a now what's become an annual octopus fest. Uh, it takes place at Hotel Madrid uh, this Sunday. Um, it is from noon to five. And... Um, your ticket to this event gets you six food and drink vouchers and the chance to to meet different Milwaukee chefs, okay? So essentially, you, we've got uh, several different Milwaukee restaurants that are coming together, preparing certain octopus-focused dishes um, for individuals to, to taste. So, um, for instance, um, we've got Maison, which is a French restaurant out in Washington Heights, Good Kind, uh, Movida Hotel Madrid, and also the new Paella Police food truck. Um, and each restaurant is going to create one or two unique dishes using octopus. Okay, so last year um, there was an octopus octopus falafel. Mm. Uh, there was an orange braised octopus with fennel. And there were octopus croquetas. So I, I'm, I'm sure there are going to be some Spanish-themed ones um, since... Uh, the the company that's sponsoring this and actually uh, is the 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 place that's actually hosting it mm-hmm. uh, owns some Spanish centered restaurants Madrid and Movida. Um, so and also Glenn Fittich is going to be there. They're going to be releasing its new Fire and Cane whiskey, and they're going to be featuring it in uh, some cocktails. Cool. Uh, and finally, there's a grand opening. People who love chicken wings but yeah. don't like the fried want to be I don't healthy. Know. I think that's what goes along with wings, right? Yeah, fried. but they want to be, let's say yeah, people want to be healthy. So what's going on with this new place and what's Yeah, it this place is called Goodland Wing Company. Uh, it just is just to open. It just has its grand opening this past Thursday. Um, it's on Oakland Avenue, kind of in the, the UWM area. And their whole approach to wings and everything that goes along with it is no fryers, like no fryers allowed. Um, so everything is baked, you know? And and we talked about this off air, you know, there are these little tricks and techniques you can do to kind of add the crispy texture mm-hmm. to your wings if you're not deep frying them. Um, but their whole thing is, yeah, it's about wings, you know, whether they're classic, um, boneless, which I know you have opinions about, yeah, or naked not, style. Boneless not even wings. Or I know, so. I know. Um, and that, that those are all baked and served with these, you know, very, you know, whether they're really, really hot sauces or just more mild kind of um, flavorful types of sauces that are that are not dependent upon heat. So, um, but that is not the only thing that they're doing at this restaurant. Um, they're also doing baked onion rings and baked fries, baked waffle cut fries, which again, you know, I, I'm, I really am curious to know whether they can do this successfully because I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've tried to do baked fries at home. I probably didn't try hard enough or know exactly what to do. And I was like, eh, this is okay. It just doesn't hold a candle to some really great fried frites. Um, but they're also doing as appetizers and sides, they have white cheddar mac and cheese. 
Um, they're doing uh, mac and cheese wedges. They have different skillets and popcorn chicken. So baked in a skillet, they're doing uh, like a, a boneless chicken tossed um, in a sauce of your choice with cheese, tater tots, sour cream, and chives. Then they do wings and amped up mac and cheese. So that incorporates the wings into the mac and cheese mm-hmm. skillet. Um, I actually think, you know, for people, you know, not just people that are really like health crazed or really focused on not having something that's deep fried. I think this does have the possibility to have some interest for people, you know, yeah, I don't know. Cool. Are you, it, I mean, you, there's techniques to make baked wings really crispy and tasty. I'm just curious if they're going to use some of those yeah. techniques. Well, um, they are owned or that they're, um, the company that owns them has another restaurant that does wings called wing it and it's in Port Washington. Um, and I don't think those wings are that opened in like three years ago, 2015. And they do, um, they do, uh, Kansas city pork wings. They do classic wings and boneless wings. The place in mm. Port Washington does with 13 kinds of sauces. Um, so, you know, and that is everything from the devil sauce or molten chili to garlic parmesan. Now, I know you're always very curious about wing sauces. And I know many people, people that I know that are into wings, I mean, it, for them, it's all about the sauce. Yeah, I like dry rubs, kind of like the yeah. crisp. It depends on what kind of sauce it is. Well, here, you know, they do uh, mango habanero, uh, sriracha bourbon, Thai chili. They've got a creamy buffalo, sweet and tangy barbecue teriyaki, garlic, parmesan, that's just, those are just a few mm. of, of their sauces. Okay. And yeah. they're doing rubs. So they've got a they're house rubs. rub, a Kansas rub, a Carolina rub, and a Texas chili rub. Cool. And when they open? Uh, they just had their grand opening yesterday. Okay. Cool. Well, that wraps up this edition of This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast, produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the licensed lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org or on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And always, I'll stay hungry and keep the Malord cold. Have a good weekend, Ann. You too.